right, what you got? You got Dodgers tickets, Lakers tickets, and Phantom of the Opera tickets. Phantom of the Opera? Yeah, it's theater, man. You ever been to the theater? Man, what the hell wrong with you? Nobody give a damn about no Phantom of the Opera. But there's money in culture, bro. Let me tell you something. Black people don't want to see that shit. Now I done told you to give me some good shit like Luther Vandross tickets or something. Luther Vandross ain't culture. Fuck culture. Give me some good shit, man. People complain about these fucked up tickets and you're making me look bad. Hmm. Uh, uh, Vampire in Brooklyn? <laughs> who, who was selling tickets in Vampire in Brooklyn? I don't know. Sound no, like, this, uh, this false. Yeah, it sounds like Chris Tucker's in there. It is. Uh, Money Talk? Yeah! Uh, Whoa! What? Yeah, I was like, damn. Let me run down the Chris Tucker <laughs> movies. I was like, that Charlie was Sheen, smooth. Money Talk, yeah. Yeah, that movie was funny, though. I need to watch it again. Yeah, we gotta watch that. Yeah, yeah, we should watch that again. Honestly, what we need to do is start a, a list. Because yeah. a, a couple of y'all been saying, damn, I, I don't never get them right. And that just mm-hmm. proves to me that y'all need to watch these movies. So we we Damn, we going we going compile. It was like a hella old. It was hella Fifth old. Element. About the time, around, yeah. yeah. There's mad movies from like early two thousands ish where it's like, but I gotta watch that again. Black Knight, Martin Lawrence. I gotta watch that again. Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah, mad just, shit that I watched. We just finished watch watching uh, Media Man the other day. Bruh, shit was mad funny. I forgot classic, how funny that shit was. Classic. Wow. Robin Townsend was a joke. Uh, um, yeah, he's goat. underrated. Yeah. He didn't get his flowers. He yeah, did not get his flowers. That Hollywood shuffle, all of that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. But what up, y'all? What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? Welcome to episode. I'm gonna switch it up, so what? I'm not gonna say this. What you gonna do, Italian? No, I'm gonna <laughs> say. All right, so this is how you speak, like fluently. Okay. Um. Okay. So welcome all. Whoa, Soto. Whoa, no, 40. No, no, cuatro. Oh, Jesus. cuatro y seis. Oh, my god, cuatro y seis. Oh, my god, okay. welcome to episode cuatro y seis, fellas and gentlemen. I mean, fellas and gentlemen, all right, <laughs> fellas and ladies. No, 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 okay, that's about enough. What are you loving on? I'm absolutely not. I'm loving on Halloween. <laughs> Yeah, this is the first time in a while that we dressed up. I know. Because we was like, like three, no, three yeah. four years. Yeah, you was um, Beyonce. Foxy Cleopatra, and you was Austin Powers. Yeah. That was a lit-ass fucking um, Halloween party, though. Shout out to Salim. Yeah. That was, was a lit PA. fucking We had Halloween a good party. time. It was in a pool, like a pool um situation going on. Nobody got in the pool though. No one ever gets in the pool. The I pool mean, we party. did have costumes on. So. Yeah, it was just decoration. The pool yeah. is always decoration. Yeah. So Halloween, you know, I mean, of course, Yara can't have too much candy, but we'll give a little chocolate. You know, a little. A little chocolate. Yeah, a little chocolate. A little chocolate. Yeah, y'all see what we're gonna be when y'all see our Instagram. Pull up, pull up on the gram. Yeah. Speaking of Halloween, though, that's not what I'm loving on. But speaking of Halloween, though, so I found out today, y'all, Drew don't know what Hocus Pocus is. He's never seen the movie. Nobody exactly. That shit. Banish him now. By nobody, you mean book? yourself? Absolutely. He also, wait, I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. Halloween Town. 
Never seen that either. Halloween Town is not a classic. Okay. I kid you not. <sighs> Christmas Story, classic. Baby Boy, classic. <laughs> okay. New Jack I... City, classic. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Who is this person? Like, what the fuck? Who fu- is this person? Who are you? Who? So you didn't watch any of the fucking marathons that they would ever have on Disney Channel around Halloween Town? I watch um, a night um, Nightmare and Christmas. Did you see that with Skeleton Jack? Did yes, you see they it? would play all of these. All that's of these. a classic. Never um, said that it was James and the Giant Peach. Classic. Around Halloween. I mean, I'm not doing this with you. We just going. We going. We going to pick this on. up. We going to pick this up another day, y'all, because it was blasphemous when I found out about it. And he still is like he he's sitting there trying to brush it under the rug. Like ain't ain't nobody watched that. No, you ain't watched that. You ain't watched that. No, that would make more sense for me to watch all of them because I'm the only child. So I, I don't access know. To the whole I don't movie. exactly. First of all, when we was having this conversation, he was like, "Yeah, of course I had cable. I was the only child." Okay, nigga. <laughs> all right. But clearly, <laughs> you ain't have you 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 wasn't watching what you needed to be watching. You wasn't a Disney kid. I was an everything kid. I I was doing my Disney. I was doing my TBS. I was doing my USA. All of those marathons every single BET holiday. BT Uncut. You watched that? That's where you would see. That's where the fuck your ass was at. That's where you was at. I was like a two way kid. Like I like. I could be a kid, then I could be mature. Tip drill don't make you mature. <laughs> what? I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I'm absolutely, absolutely, positively not doing this. Oh, y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. But go ahead. What you loving on? Home decor. So yeah. I was, you know, as always, acting a damn fool on a Target app. Oh. Yeah, you got a problem. I do have a problem. I never got like this. <laughs> Negro, don't play those games. No, that's when before Yara was pregnant. Before, I used to before like Yara was pregnant. Before I, I was like, pregnant with Yara. Yeah, I used to like um. Bye bye baby. baby was his shit. He would buy goddamn now, carts and carts and stuff like ridiculous. It was expensive then. What I mean, do you we mean? had coupons. They always have coupons. Nah, bye bye baby always have twenty percent off. Nope, we used to get literally. A lot I can more. go on my inbox right now. And have at least twenty percent off. I mean, when we was doing the um, baby shower and everything and setting up. I mean, yeah, because you had the the little yeah, coupon yeah. books too. But, but yeah, so home decor. I mean, we didn't decorate too much for Halloween, but we about to go the fuck out. We gotta decorate outdoors. Christmas, something. literally, Just we got all of look. a couple of days. That makes no sense. I'm not wasting money on a goddamn. Listen, go to Dollar Tree for what? Ain't no Dollar Tree around here anymore. Oh yeah, you're true. I'm playing. Hmm. I'm not paying money for that for what? And. Exerting energy so that we could have that on the door for two days. That's stupid. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Um, but yeah, so looking at Target, all the home decor, and we also, you know, really going to have some time now to continue to decorate the house because we already decorated a little bit. But like just in general, putting stuff up on the walls, you know, reorganizing, restructuring the rooms and shit, you know, fleshing out her room even more. It's cool. Mm-hmm. That's the part of adulting that I like. All the DIY, hacky shit, furniture, you know, yeah. decor on the wall. Just good vibes, you know? Yep. Good vibes, good colors. Also, I really want to look into an accent wall. Maybe with like a wallpaper or something. But like colors do something to your mood, you know? Mm-hmm. Bring a little bit more color in the house. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I'm yeah. looking on. That's cool. I mean, yeah, we, we did talk about going to Home Depot. I'm so ready. But we got to do some tiles. Mm-hmm. In the bathroom and stuff like that, you know, gotta change it up, change yeah, it up for the season. Yeah, switch it up a little bit. Switch it up a little bit. Um, there's a lot of renters friendly stuff that y- y'all can do. 
without yeah. putting too much of your coin out yeah, there to... and without sacrificing your security deposit because that's that's real. I mean, also, we ain't trying to hook no place up for nobody that's coming after. I'm saying, though, right? Like, the hell? Yeah. You ain't going to come up off me. But yeah, that's what I'm looking on. So what are we talking about today though? Another 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 gem from from Booba. He coming with all the topics lately. We're gonna talk about friendships and not only friendships, relationships, but we're talking about how one can be a friend again, but it not be the same. Gaining trust back. It's like it. It's being like a like I told Booba before, like a, a broken glass that can't be repaired mm. fully, but it's still intact, but it's not the as same. strong. Yeah. So any little thing could break it again. Damn. And then it'll see? break into more little pieces and then it'd be hard. Oh, you're getting real philosophical. You can't give it all yeah, away yet. Yeah. You know, I'm just You can't give it all away yet. After I watched the play, you know, I became more <laughs> Yeah, more philosophical. Yeah. But what stemmed it for me was I put it on my story. I think it was what, like a week ago um, or like two weeks ago. I'm not sure. But something came up on my feed where it was basically talking about how what's crazy is that too often like people offer friendship it as a consolation prize. And that's honestly what it be sounding like. Like dead ass though, with a lot of the, the stories that I've heard, things that I've seen, it be really be feeling like you offering it as a consolation prize just because an actual like romantic relationship is impossible. Mm-hmm. And the fact, the reason that it feels like a consolation prize, in my opinion, is that a friendship requires just as much commitment yeah. as an actual romantic relationship. So like, it's it's crazy sometimes where it's like, okay, well that's just. You know, he he here's a cookie. Here's here's a participation trophy. Like, yeah, I know you wanted this big ass bear up here, but I'm gonna give you this little fucking golf ball. You know, and it's like eh, I don't really want a golf ball. I'm not really interested in that. I'm gonna just you know yeah. go my way. You go your way. That's um, true. and I put that on my story, and I got some different opinions. I mean, it was a few people who was just like, nah, facts, factual. That shit don't work. It don't work. It eventually just kind of fizzles out. Some people have feelings that they're sitting there and trying to mask. One person didn't properly heal. Like it just gets very complicated because there's a whole lot of stuff involved with friendship that mm-hmm. just gets further complicated if, you know, the basis of your relationship was romantic before you actually became true, like raw ass friends. Right. But that's true. That no, made we... us think about friendship as it relates to like after relationships. As well, because we talk about or hear about rather co-parenting all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, co-parenting nowadays, but then also what that shit looked like back in the day. Both of our parents co-parent and right. are pretty close, even though they're not with um, the other parent and haven't been for years. Right. And apparently that's like a weird thing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah, like it's people think it's weird because it's like that's not what they would expect, like parents to be cool or mm-hmm. cordial after like a breakup and stuff like that especially you know with a kid involved it mm-hmm. makes it more difficult yeah because you have to no matter what you have to you know be around that person um at one point so it's not like you could avoid them like you have to be reasonable booba said you have to be respectful yeah because we right. when we when we prepped the episode 
um, you you kind of had the the thought process that like you have to be friends in order to successfully co-parent. You have to be friends, and I don't necessarily agree with that. You have to be respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to have a level of you know utmost respect for the other person, but we don't need to be friends. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's true. But when I was saying friends, I meant like you can like be in the same space. Yeah, like you would like the reason why I think our parents got along after mm-hmm. is because one, they got a chance to like look at themselves outside the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like they was looking at each other and and like going back and forth and stuff like that. Like they got a chance to like look at themselves probably in another relationship. Mm-hmm. And they probably got the same um like broken record, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it probably the other person probably said the same thing about them that the other person said mm-hmm. about them. Like and they it's the same the thing and it's like, yo, if this person is saying it, it it's really probably is right. me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what probably brought them back, brought them, you know, to being friends. It's like, yo, you know, all that shit we was talking, like, it's funny now. Like, it's like, you know, you look back at it and you like, yo, we was really arguing about that shit. Like, see, but that's the crazy thing. I agree with that. I do think that there's like the the time that passes that actually allows for you to be able to kind of if there was true friendship at the court at in the first place. Right, because yeah, that's yeah. that's significant, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to just yo, like y'all jumped into a relationship, romantic lust, fucking, and y'all never really liked. The, we talked about this. You never really liked them as a person. <laughs> like you wouldn't hang out with them if you wasn't fucking them, <laughs> you know. So mm-hmm. like that's the that's the true differentiator as well. Where it's like, okay, well, like you said, like they didn't necessarily have to be in each other's faces. Or fake the funk. It wasn't like a consolation prize where it's like, oh, well, let's just, you know, let's try friendship out now just because we're in each other's lives and hopefully we eventually grow past our trauma and look ourselves in the face. Like, nah, yeah. we don't have to be friends. That's true. Like, and I, that's why it feels like a consolation prize. Yeah, I get I get that part, though. There's outliers, obviously, where people honestly are better off as friends than they are as romantic partners and they probably should have never tried romantic partnership, but kind of like the glass shattering that you saying, like that introduces a whole new condition mm. to the dynamic of what your relationship was. And I mean, I'm not seeing a lot of people mature enough to really separate the two personally. I mean, I, I've, I've seen it probably a handful of times. I mean, yeah, you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be mature about it. And you gotta, you can't get too. I'm not gonna say like feelings involved because obviously feelings gonna get involved, but you just gotta know what it is from the jump. Mm-hmm. Like you can't go into it like just willy nilly, like oblivious and shit. Like, like let's that. be friends. What does that actually mean? Yeah, like you all know, that what friends is actually benefits that that usually don't work out because mm-hmm. somebody usually catch feelings and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So. Or there's a lack of boundaries. Like, what, yeah. what, what, what does this friendship look like? Especially given the condition of what we used to be, what does this friendship actually look like? Mm-hmm. Does it mean you calling me at four a.m.? Like, does it mean us going to chill, like taking walks and stuff? Like, or does it just mean you like the security of who I am and was and were to you? Because mm-hmm. that's different. 
that's entirely different. And if that's the case, then that's fine. But just be up real, like be upfront about that shit. Yeah, that's true. Like our parents, both of their situations weren't necessarily peachy keen when they broke up. Yeah. But you would sit there and think that they were fucking Bonnie and Clyde about how both sets of our parents just be chilling and just talking and jonesing on the phone and shit. Like, but it takes a certain level of like time and, and, and conscious effort to get to that point. You can't just be faking the funk and acting like, oh, well, we're actually friends. Eh. Nah, we used to fuck and you want me to still be in your life. Just be real. Just yeah. be real. Yeah. But, you know, it could be like, you know, it don't even have to be like, um, you know, with fucking or whatever. It could just be like the conversation. See, but even that's a little selfish. I mean, yeah. But <laughs> a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't strike a lot of people men, uh, mentally, int- intellectually. Like, mm-hmm. the intellect is like off with a lot of people nowadays. Like, they only. Well, damn. No, for real. They only stuck on like their self their self like they just you know like i can understand like yeah you take care of yourself you you know you value yourself and stuff like that but mm-hmm. all they care about themselves you can see it on instagram yeah yeah like a thousand selfies or mad stories and shit like that about themselves and shit like what 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 is your actual story though what's what's you know what what are you about what type of person are you yeah you know? like you don't know none of that like nowadays, like people just you did say that on one of the other episodes. People don't even ask for their colors, favorite colors, yeah, no more. They ask like, for their handles. Like, what's your Instagram? Yeah, like that's the new thing. Nobody asks for numbers, you know, nobody likes to talk. So, that's a that's that's, that's what I'm saying. That that part as well, which is again, like, do you really truly get to a level of friendship where you like that person as a person, regardless of the condition of romance? But I think because. Of what you just said, social mm-hmm. media. I mean, that's a part you of it. Get, yeah. It's not even the fact that they don't want to get to know you. They know everything about you on by looking at your page. All the surface of most about people. You. Yeah, most people display their whole life on social media. You don't even have to talk to them. Good parts of their lives on social media. Yeah, but for the most part, you'll get a good um, idea. idea of what this person's about, what they value. You could be like, oh. This person's taking picture with his family a lot. He's a he's he look like a family guy, mm-hmm. you know. Or this girl is taking pictures of her ass. She look like she works in a you know a script club. Whoa, okay, yeah. You always like without fail. We can always rely on you to go from zero to hundred. I'm just I'm just just all just all the time. I'm just being real. Just all the time. I'm just being real. You gotta be real with these people, man. <laughs> these people, nah, <laughs> but nah. That's that's true. Like the crazy thing about it is that. When I was looking up resources to kind of like really have this discussion, the Atlantic actually released a article. What was this? I think almost three years ago. Yeah, uh, where they said that there's four main reasons why people typically try to stay friends with exes. One is for stability. So like, oh, I want this breakup to hurt less than it would otherwise. Like I, I want to kind of be a bigger person. I don't want to feel guilty. I don't want to feel like a dickhead, mm-hmm. right? Another is for reasons related to unresolved romantic desires, which honestly I feel like is most of the time. I want to uh-huh. see other people, but I want to keep you within reach 
in case that shit don't work out or in case I change my mind. Third Mm -hmm. one is for practicality. So like we work together, we go to school together, we share the same friends. I know your family. Like we should stay on good terms to like minimize drama for everyone. Right. And then last is security, which is kind of what you were saying, like, oh, intellectual, like I trust you. I want you to remain in my life as a confidant and a supportive presence. I just don't want to be romantically involved with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, what do you think about those reasons? I've read that and I was like, damn, this is this is gospel. This shit is. You said like not being romantically in love with you. There's four. So there's I Mm want to be civil. I still have feelings for you. I want to be practical and decrease drama for everyone. Or I just like the security of having you around. Yeah, that's a lot of options. What do you think is the common option? Of those four, what do you think I is usually... Like having you around, right? Security? Yeah. I can see that. I yeah. can see that. Because that, that honestly, for me, blurs the line a little bit with unresolved romantic desires. It can kind of be a little bit of both where, you know, it might not even necessarily be romantic desires. It could be platonic desires. Kind of like you said, where it's like, I just, I like your presence. And it doesn't necessarily have to be lustful. Or romantic. Yeah, like, I just like having you around. Yeah, like it, it's like you could see um, the good in somebody. Like, like you said, not be looking at it as lustful, mm-hmm. you know, meaning to it. But you could just be like, oh, this person's mad funny. You know, I got to keep this person in my life because this person brings me joy and stuff like that, and we don't have to have sex or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and I don't want to lose that person. Or have that per give that person up to somebody else, mm. so they could experience the same thing I'm experiencing. Do you think though the craziness is, and that's why I said two and four kind of blur lines a little bit because realistically, you're kind of I wouldn't say using them as a service, but they're fulfilling some type of need or desire for you. Yeah. Now, don't you think that'll get a little complicated or could possibly get another very complicated? We always talk about how humans are complicated. I mean, as someone else comes into the picture, because then it's boundaries. Then it becomes a thing about boundaries where they're like, yo, like, all right. Yeah. I like the security having you around. I like your presence. Like we don't have to have sex. Like we should have always just been friends. You know, we, we explored, we probably shouldn't have, we should have always been friends. Like you're the closest person to me. How does that translate when you do have somebody romantically? That's that's the thing though. Like when you, I think like when you have sex, it's harder to like, um, disconnect. Yeah. Or it's harder to keep a, a, a good connection when the person gets into a a relationship. Cause you know, even though the person's like, yeah, you know, we could still hang out without having sex, but it's not about this chem- the chemistry. Does chemistry die? Yeah. So it's like hanging out by yourselves. Like that's probably not acceptable, you know, in terms of like what the other partner says about it, mm-hmm. you know, but at the end of the day, you could say like, yeah, this been my friend for a while, but then it's like you had sex with that person. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I will say there's definitely people who, can separate the two. Um, I'm not one of them. Uh, but there are people who can separate. And it is is a casual act. Like, it's not that deep. Like, uh, I can have sex with you and not have feelings for you. In which case, there's really no complication there. Yeah. I think what I think changes so. that is them having someone who shares that same sentiment. 
Because I think that's where that's where the lines will blur. Like if you're someone who doesn't necessarily equate one to the other, but then you're with someone who, like me, is like, nah, like I believe in connections. I believe in soul ties. I believe in all of that shit. Mm-hmm. And you're like, nah, it's not that deep for me. Like, yeah, I used to fuck her, but she's also my closest friend. Like that wouldn't translate to someone who doesn't believe that or feel that way. So it probably isn't the best idea to get in a relationship with that type of person. Yeah. You could look at it different ways, though. Because if you, like, look at it, like, as, you know, especially with guys, like, you mm-hmm. know, like they say, it's true. Like, you could, with guys, it's nothing. You could just have sex and it just be that. It's not like a a real connection. It's just, like, we're horny. No. Want to have sex. Oh, shit. That's simple. I don't understand why people make it so damn complicated. Like, oh, no, it's not. It's simple. Like, we're very simple. It's just sex. Is just, it just sex for you? I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't just have sex like that, but I'm just saying, like, you don't have to uh fully be committed to them. Because I, I you know, I, I can't do that. It's just too much. It's I, I honestly it's too complicated. Like, and I I do understand how it doesn't have to be complicated, but inevitably people make everything complicated. Um, sex being one of them. So, like, to me, it's not worth the headache. It's not worth the headache sitting there and getting in, involved in that way with someone who I don't give a fuck about. Like, that made no sense. It makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. I respect and understand how it can make sense to other people. But, yeah. yeah. But the the experts in this particular article said that when it came to those four reasons... The one that had the least likely, like, positive outcome, like, it actually translated to, you know, a a good friendship after all, Mm -hmm. was the one where there was some type of, like, romantic desires and ties still at the core of why you wanted to do it. Which makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because you're kind of trying to keep tabs on somebody. You're, You're not honestly or genuinely interested in sustaining a friendship with them because again i think people say that without realizing that friendship in and of itself is still another commitment with its own set of boundaries it's not just yo we can't be lovers so let's be friends like it's not necessary yeah that's true i I agree with that though like because you know people want to have control over that like control ego yeah, like they'd be like, yo, you seeing somebody? Like, wow, I didn't know we was doing that. And then that passive aggressive shit where it's like, oh, this your new nigga? All right. Yeah, you like, cool? yeah, like they'd be like, they they want that thing. Like, they just be like, nah, I got to hold on to this. Like, they they want, I forgot where I saw this. They want, they want, uh, what you call it? They don't want a relationship, but they want, the, oh, they want the benefits. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's not. It's yeah, not like they that. want they want a friend, a confidant, someone to stroke their ego, but they don't necessarily want the commitment involved with that. Yeah. So that's what that's basically what that is. What are some of mm-hmm. the moving on to the the co parenting thing? Because the the mm-hmm. reason that this is kind of connected, at least for me, is kind of like you were saying the whole. Is it necessary to be friends after breaking up? Right. Versus, is it necessary to be friends in order to positively co-parent? Right. And we both know our parents' relationship. Granted, they're friends now. They weren't always friends. They weren't friends 
um, fresh off of their breakup. I'm not cont- I'm not sure how long it took for them either of them to get to the point that they are right now. Mm-hmm. But like, how? Do, what do you think about that? Like, what are some of the things that you've kind of seen or like people have come to you about where it's like, nah, that shit weird. Like, even adults have come to you I like, mean, nah, that shit weird. Like. With like I could say like with my parents is it is a little weird when it comes to like them, well my mother most of it. <laughs> like, her saying like to my father like yeah, oh you 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 got a lady now like you know shit like that you know on her part. Mm-hmm. But my father don't give a fuck. Like, he really don't. But um yeah, but when people was like saying that's weird like their relationship, I'm like how. And most people don't have relationships after they break up. That's what I'm saying. Most of the times it's hostility. hate each other. Yeah. yeah. So when people hear it, they like, really? Like, like actually like calling each other because they want to speak to each other? Yeah. And then and people the would be like. Down, you're grown. And that's another thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. you're grown. They don't have to speak to each yeah, other yeah, ever yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they say now. Like, I'm grown. They don't have to speak to each other. But they always had a communication after, you know, they broke up, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know when it started to get better, but I could say I was old enough to realize that they did, they had a good communication when I was younger. Is this something you ever talked about with your father? Like, did he ever or your mother share mm-hmm. about like what got them to that point? Like, what was uh, I uh, mean, yeah, they factor? just figured that like my father, he made the decided factor of like he We're could he saw me he saw me one day he said. And he saw me holding my my hands to my ears, mm-hmm. and he said he don't want me to, he don't want me to grow up nervous. Mm. So he said he saw that, and that was like a like a switch in his head. Like, nah, I can't, I can't put my son through this. Like, we gotta, like, she could keep the house, she keep the apartment. I gotta just, I gotta leave because if I stay, I'm gonna be nervous and I'm gonna be like scared all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. So he was like, no "I'm conflict out." Conflict resolution, all yeah, that. Yeah, so he just took the L and moved in with um with his sister for a little while, and then eventually he got his own place, mm. and that's it. And then you know, I was living with my mom, and I would see my father on the weekends. So, do you think it was the space and like the time apart that actually allowed for them to? kind of work on the communication because you said the breakdown was their communication like they, yeah, they yeah, would argue yeah. all the time yeah and I think having me help too because it was a bigger me. picture yeah because it would be like uh, like for example a parent teacher conference like sometimes I would act sick and be like I can't go because I, I you know my grades was a little fucked up a little bit <laughs> so they would go they would be like yo Junior we'll be back you know, and they're mostly in the evening. Mm-hmm. So by the time they get back, I hear the door opening. My ass would try to go to sleep. You would fake sleep. And they'd be like, wake up. Your ass ain't sleeping. <laughs> so I think that right there bonded them too. Like I'm Trying to raise you, right? Yeah, yeah. Because they'd be like, yo, we got, we got more serious shit to deal with than to be going at each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we raising a child. Um, everything is dependent on us, like how he's developed and stuff like that. So we could push all the stuff aside, all the hatred, whatever they had, and you know, be like, "Nah, let's just both be involved in his life." 
So, what about you? How were your parents? Um, I think it's a little bit of the same thing where it was like when they were younger, like they just they didn't know no better. So like it was just arguing all that back and forth, um, and space and separation. Mm-hmm. And we were like at my my grandmother's house, I believe. Um, and my father was still active. He was still active. We would see him. The crazy thing also, I think, that helped is my grandmother, I think I've said this before, my maternal and paternal grandmothers lived in the same building, like three oh, wow, floors really? away. Yeah. 14th floor was my mother's mother. 11th floor was my father's mother. So mm. it was still like a community and a network of people, even though they weren't together anymore. And I think that's kind of the... If I had to choose one of the reasons, it's the civility. They was close. You have, you have the two grandmas there. Eh. It was all right. They were cordial. You know, <laughs> they were cordial. Stupid. They were old women that knew <laughs> that shit just needed to change, you know. Um, but I think it was the separation because now they can speak openly as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like openly raw as fuck with each other about even the times when they were together. And it's like, it's, it's a good thing to see because it shows growth and like you said most people are not used to seeing that they're not used to that actually being a narrative where it's like okay well yeah we overcame like hating each other not really fucking with each other deep Mm -hmm. um having whole ass relationships outside of this moving on getting married having children with other people like all that other stuff and then coming back and still being like nah like at the core like you 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 a solid ass fucking person we just don't work romantically yeah and that's true Mm -hmm. and it's necessary sometimes but i think like you said it's just getting to the level where you actually give the situation grace and space Mm -hmm. yep and not just trying to force some type of consolation in the meantime that's true. Whether for your ego, for your comfort, or for anything. Just letting it kind of dissipate naturally. Mm-hmm. And if it really is, as cliche as it fucking sounds, something where y'all are supposed to be presently in each other's lives, whether there's a child involved, I would hope so, or not, then that will happen how it's supposed to happen, as opposed to it being forced. That's true. Because that honestly just forces more complicated emotions that just forces more mm-hmm. unnecessariness more stress yeah and more issues that's what i said yeah mama yeah i think it boils down to like being honest with yourself about why mm-hmm. you think that's the next appropriate step like realistically is it ego is it pride is it selfishness or is it genuine concern you know but also being honest around like the nature of why y'all didn't work as a couple Mm -hmm. you know if it's something involving like hurt and betrayal where healing is involved then you have to respect the fact that people got to heal from shit right and people don't heal in the same time frames as other people so like once both of y'all both of y'all are healed and also respectful, because I think that is another thing that people don't really like to talk about too much. Respectful of the healing, respectful of who they are now, respectful of whatever boundaries they might need to put in place in your friendship, mm-hmm. respectful of what their lives are now looking like without you, then you can reconnect. 
because it's genuine. It feels a little bit more genuine at that point, at least to me. Yeah. You know, and at that that point, you kind of take it where you need to take it. Mm-hmm. Like the same way that you would put in work, like if you really want to be my friend, put in work. Yeah, but a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people don't want to do that. That's what I'm saying, and that's why it feels like a consolation prize because it's be like, yo, honestly, realistically, ask yourself: if a relationship wasn't on the table, would they have been qualified to be your friend? Truthfully qualified to be your friend if relationship like if a relationship wasn't even on the table like the whole lust sex lover whatever the case may be right if you really look at the core of who that person is again do mm-hmm. you even fucking like them Probably if not yeah if they didn't make you feel that way romantically and yeah. it was all platonic would they even be qualified to be your friend yeah people like to look good right oh yes so in order for them to look good, the person that they hang around have to look good as well, whether it be a friend or romantic relationship or not. Mm-hmm. Like just friends in general, they want to be around a good-looking crowd because mm. that 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 will boost their ego. Like yeah, like yeah, like nobody around me is is hit. Like you know, not hit. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, you know, I hang around the best and stuff like that. I mean, there's also the, there's also the guilt though, because like honestly, if you if you again putting up with the facades, right? If you a person is sitting there and you come across as having your shit together, being a good person, being a nice person, blah 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 blah. Like if that's like the brand that you put out on your socials, mm-hmm. and then people find out that this shit went left and you really moved this way with this person, then you look bad. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But people are fucking complex. They're complicated. Who you are as a friend might not necessarily be who you are as a boyfriend or yeah. who you are as a fucking daughter. Like, there's identities at play. Like, hopefully, the core of your character doesn't change too often based on whatever hat you're putting on. But that should be real as well. People be wearing masks every day, son. Yeah, they be doing, I mean... To please the a different crowd, they do that. Mm-hmm. To please, like you know, a, a certain crowd, they'll switch up. You know, you know, one of the comments was crazy, where it kind of said the same thing, but it it was striking to me because he basically said, "People don't know how to be friends now because friendship is merely a fake parting gift rather than a responsibility." Wow. That's that's crazy. That's that's deep, yo. Right? It's a whole ass commitment. Yeah. You know, it's not just some get out of jail free card. Yeah, cuz you know, I I mean, I used to call people like friend like or cool like back then. You know, I didn't really know the knew the meaning like to a friend. Cuz like best friend is like on some like family shit like Mm-hmm. Like you family, mm-hmm. but a friend is like somebody like yeah you can go to, you know just talk and stuff like that and you know hang out with and stuff, but you know it's just different levels. But once you get a friend, it's like you still I still consider you like family. Yeah, you know chosen family. That's what I was saying too. Like people are realizing that 
now especially also like they they went even deeper into like like modern society versus back in the day where like women also weren't fraternizing with men <laughs> like mm-hmm. we were quote unquote in the house like we weren't in fucking factories offices like actually communicating um with people outside of our media family about mm-hmm. this sex so now it's like yeah nah we got a lot in common like we're fucking human right the true thing that uh separates us is what's between our legs and that's pretty much the the gist of it but you can sit there and bomb with somebody platonically uh and people are realizing that but what gets complicated again is people not actually understanding that regardless of what type of relationship you choose with that person it's still a mm-hmm. responsibility and one shouldn't be a consolation for the other that's true that's true it's like you know let's just call it how it is you know but it's tough. I mean, once you do that, it's like tough to break out. Do what? Like once you, I guess once you show your real self. Give me an example. Friend, like basically like once you show who you really are and then you try to be something else to somebody else and then that person sees it like, yo, that's not how you really are. Like, I don't know. Friends, uh, relationships are difficult. Because I mean, that's because people, people. That's because people are difficult. Yeah. That will literally always be my model. People needs, are though. difficult. Different needs, though. What do you mean, like needs in a friendship versus yeah, in a like people want different things out of out of friendship. Like people, some people just want to hang out. Yeah, they could use that friend just to like go out. Yeah, it's subjective. They could use people uh, just to talk. You know, Poor dump vent. Yeah, mm-hmm. or they could use people like. You know, just to be around them all the time and just, it makes them feel good. It makes them feel like you said, safe. Mm-hmm. Understood. Wanted. Yeah. You need somebody to listen to. They got a friend for that. You know, they got a friend who would drink you out of a bar. Like, <laughs> and, yeah, they got That's all types me. of friends. That's me. Yeah, right. I'm a I'm a I'm a full package type of bitch, but I also drink you under the table. Yeah, sure. Um, don't don't come for me. That's me. Listen, we can. I'm we, the one with the high tone. We can do this, sir. No, we can't. Okay. Anyway, can whatever. Um, but yeah, that's true. Like, so honestly, ain't nothing wrong with it. It's, there's not even. We're not even necessarily saying that it doesn't work. That's that's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, what we're saying again. As with most things, humans are difficult. Humans are complex. Humans make everything that could seemingly be simple very complicated. So it's always going to be subjective, right? So what's really necessary, I think more than anything, is analyzing, yo, like, what's my rationale between, like, what's my rationale behind this? Like, of those four reasons, like, what... What's what at the core is the reason why I want to remain friends? Like what usually drives me wanting to stay in contact with this person? I mean, people that kind of get overshadowed by like good times. Like people like to have good times. Like they'd be like, damn, I, you know, this person did this to me, but we did have a good time, you know, when we did hang out. So stuff like that, they'll bring to memory and be like, you know what? It wasn't should- that bad. Yeah, maybe I should reach out, you know. Maybe this person changed, you know. Mm-hmm. And they'll, they'll give that person a second chance, but not realizing if the person did change, 
you know, you're just going into it like, you know, just off, off of faith? assumption. Mm. Yeah. And faith. Yeah. You know, cause you haven't talked. It's not like you got the updates on what's going on. I mean, nah, people be, people be I mean, yeah, but social media people, surfing. Some people, people okay. People be having people, private investigators and shit. But if it got to that point, most likely you'll be blocked or. Nah, you'll be blocked, but your friends, friends, friends won't be blocked. People I mean, be having ways. I mean, some there's people, whole ass apps out there, bro. I mean, yeah, but that's really if you're like, again, not in a position where you probably should even be their friend. Yes. Yeah, but that's like that's like time consuming to me. Like, if you got like mad time on your hands, then go ahead and stalk this person page or find out <laughs> who their friends, friends or whatever. And look that page, look on their page and shit. But like, yeah, it wouldn't be worth it. Just be like, all right, we're not friends no more. Let's just call it how it is. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, like. I wish you nothing but the best. That's it. You know. But stay over there. Stay over there. Unless the universe says differently. Stay over there. You know I'm all about the universe. Unless the universe says differently, stay over there. Because it's like, like, I know probably everybody saw five heartbeats. So it's in a situation where. One of them, the brothers slept with. Bro, that? Now see that? No, 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 no. They saw each other at a family reunion. And it was like, yo, like, this nigga had a whole family now. He, The other nigga could have had a family, but he fucked that up. And it's like, yo, you fucked up my whole life. That shit, I will never forgive somebody. Oh, damn. Like, you say God, whatever, but nah, I ain't forgive you for that. But like it's something that happened in the past, you know, like Booba said, the universe, maybe, you know, uh something happens, maybe. So under what circumstance for you would you see yourself being able to be friends? Like what? If we broke, like fell apart, mm-hmm. it would depend on what we fell apart about. I didn't do what she did to Duck. I ain't do what she did to Duck. Wait, what? <laughs> you know, the obvious answer would be like, okay, if you cheated on me and stuff like that. Are we talking emotional cheating? Are we talking a... physical cheating? That's levels. I mean, I say emotional. Emotional is like you're you're investing. That's the thing when people don't realize you're investing time in this person. That could have been invested with you. In this person, yeah. People don't realize you, that you got to think time. You don't get time I mean, back. there's a lot of people who Wait, don't, you don't get time right. back, though. So you're investing time. Energy. And if you got a family, you're taking that away from the family. Damn, y'all heard them? Yeah. Gems. So you're like, yo, I'll call you back. I mean, a lot of people don't consider. I wouldn't say a lot of people. I feel like people sometimes don't consider emotional cheating severe when shit. It is. Like, I could see somebody like, yeah. Like, I could see somebody like, yeah, they'll be mad. They'll be, like, heartbroken if somebody, like, physically cheated. Yeah. But you find out this person was emotionally involved with that. Mm-hmm. They will, I feel like somebody would be more pissed at that. I think we can anything. have a whole episode on that. Like, I honestly yeah, think we can have like, a whole com- a conversation on breakdowns at those. I feel like somebody would be more pissed off at that because it'd be like, yo, you... It's like a potential of you loving another person. That's that's deep. That's deeper for me. I would be like, yo, like, really? You love 
Okay, I get what you're saying. Person, yeah. Like, so how you're... can you love another person if you love me? Like, Sam. Yeah. So, because uh, another thing that came up um, from my old job is like, yo, I, I think somebody said to this to me. They was like, yo, I think you could love two people at the same time. I was like, no, you can't. Like, that's impossible. Okay, I, I'm interested in hearing this from a male perspective. Good. Yeah, they was like, yeah, you could love them for the different reasons. I'm like, that sounds like service to me. I'm like, yeah, but like, that's not, you know, how are you going to balance that? Like, how are you going to distribute that equally? You know, like love both ways to each partner. Like, that's not, it's not going to work. I mean, it sounds like service to me more so because what that translates to is, oh, I'm loving them for different reasons. Sounds like to me that they provide different things to you. And mm-hmm. in that regard, you put them in two separate boxes to fulfill your own needs, which yeah, to me is true. fucked up and selfish. But hey, yeah. But like, like I said, like emotional. Like you miss, you gotta miss me with that though. So I get you. That's that's hard. That's that's tough because like you, you gotta think about it. Like all the shit that y'all been through, and you like probably thinking in your head like this nigga probably. Run the same lines that he did with me. <laughs> like, that's how he got me. He's calling me Booba. She's calling me Booba and shit. And it's like, Yo. you think I would call somebody else Booba? Nigga, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you I might call him B. That's a trademark. Can't do that. You trademarked it? Hmm? Okay. <laughs> now I get you. No, that's true, though. Because I think, kind of like we were saying earlier about the whole, like, the physicality of it. Uh, it's it's very possible to remove emotions from sex. People can fuck and do fuck without feeling. So the act of somebody fucking to them might not be a deal breaker because there's no emotions involved. Emotions are emotions. Like that's cut and dry. Like there's no ins and outs about that. There's feelings as opposed to, you know, the physical, which can be absent of feelings. So yeah, because it's like a... You think of it like this. You see fucking on Hunts Point and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You feel like getting your nut off, whatever. Damn, I'm okay. You go okay. to a pros- prostitute and you go to Las Vegas. A lot of prostitutes over there. Well, how did we go from Hunts Point to Las Vegas? No, I'm just saying. You got to okay. be international with this shit. With your dick. Okay. No. <laughs> Understood. Taking notes. Taking notes. I'm just saying not everybody live in New York. Some I mean, people. there's prostitutes everywhere, bro. You don't have to I hop mean, from Hunts Point to Las, Las I'm Vegas. I'm just saying, everybody, to get a every, most people have been to Las Vegas and they know what it's about over there. I haven't been. I want to go. I haven't been to Las Vegas. I'll go yep. with you, though. Yeah. I'll go. Um, it's hot as fuck down there. You know, I'll I don't go, like the heat. Uh, uh, you know, with my boys. You know. Have fun. Have fun. Have fun. That's happened in Vegas stays already. I suppose so. Right. <laughs> just stupid. But yeah. So, and a lot of people would just have sex and just because you know, again, no, that's the thing, and not feel anything because all, it is the parties not feeling nothing. Just like yo, because no, that's rational though. Like it's it's logical to be completely honest because it is a need. You're fulfilling a need. At the end of the day, like there are people who can separate that. Like it, it's a need. I'm I'm sexually frustrated. I need to get my rocks off. I prefer it not be my hand. Come here. You know, like, mm-hmm. 
and again, as long as my, my only thing is consent. My only thing is like actual accountability and raw openness and transparency. As long as that's out on the table, it's fine. Like, cause the thing with people is that they sit there and they just, they think that they have to chuck and jive and like duck here and duck here when you could just tell the fucking truth. And then pretty sure there's somebody who can get their rocks off with you in the same way, feel exactly the same. Like you don't have to sit there and be hiding in the shadows and like, it's not necessary. Just be transparent. Like, mm-hmm. come on now. You complicate by being extra. It's not. I mean, I think it's. There's several people who see it as just a need. No, I think find someone else who does. I think. I know. I think it's like it's 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 kind of a like a weird thing to bring up in terms of like sex in general is taboo. All the significant topics. No, no, no. I'm talking about like you want to get to know the person. I'm talking about like when we was talking. Mm -hmm. You you really want to get to know the person. You're not like that's like something you ask down the line. What like in terms of like, yo, what do you think about a threesome? Like, you don't you don't know this person like that to ask a question like that. I mean, see, but that's so, the thing. There's ways around that. Like, I think honestly, people just don't know how to communicate openly, and certain topics, especially assuming that they'll get a negative reaction, not necessarily a response, but a reaction, deters them from having an honest, open conversations. Because because you can find those things out but, in regular conversation, think, not know, necessarily asking. But I think but that's the regular thing, conversation. Some people, some people, some people, if they really like like the person, and they be like, "Yo, I don't." Then want you to... putting up a facade, then, because no, that's honestly not what you no, want. No, 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 no. They like they like the person, mm-hmm. but down the line, they'll probably be like, "Yo, like I want to ask her, but I don't want to like scare her off or think I'm." this kind of person if I so ask. then that's a facade no it i don't think it is i, I think feel that like to an extent it is because no, you're not being truthful about what you actually want no but i i don't think that's a, a question that you would ask or on like a a date a first date or anything or when you get to know somebody you learn that about a person when you get to know them like how they react to certain types of conversations how they react to certain delivery of information where, yeah, they probably not going to respond very properly to you asking on the third day, like, yo, you went to threesomes? You ever had a threesome? Like, ain't nobody going to fucking tell you that. But yeah. there's ways for you to get that information. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There's ways for you to get that information because that's significant. How sexually, you know, um, explorative are you? That might not even necessarily be the question either, but there's ways to get that information. But I know, but that depends on solely... Most it solely sometimes depends on when that person gives it up to the other person. What do you mean? To make it seem like, okay, now I could throw this question in. Like, what do you think about threesomes now? You're absolutely right. It being that forward, depending on the type of chick that you're speaking to, might turn her off entirely. Mm-hmm. And if it does, and that's honestly how you communicate and that's how you give it up, then she's not the type of chick for you. It's just that, that's what I'm saying. People complicate shit so much. But it usually don't happen like that. It usually happens when the relationship is getting kind of dry at some point and you will be like, yo, because we had an episode about spicing it up in terms of like getting like toys or whatever and Mm -hmm. all this other stuff. Or if somebody wants to bring somebody else involved, like that that could work too. I agree with what you're saying. It connects to even the first point of conversation, which is knowing somebody actually giving a fuck and liking them at the core of who they are because... We've had conversations about sex. We've had 
conversations about sexual exploitation, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean about actually knowing the person that you're fucking with or being comfortable enough to be able to ask the questions that you honestly need answers to. Because if you can't ask those questions for fear of consequence, then you need to re- reevaluate the type of relationship that you're in. Or why you personally made it's probably not even them. Why you personally feel uncomfortable asking that out loud. There was a lapse somewhere before that. Or a missed opportunity. Like it don't just get to that point. I don't know. I agree with that. How the hell we start talking about things? <laughs> Are you? Is, is there something that you want to ask me? You make me down. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, you could pick the person. Yeah, I'm gonna pick a Up nigga. For it? I'm gonna pick a nigga. Now you see all that. Exactly. See, always see. Flip it, ladies. Flip it, ladies. <laughs> I'll talk about it later. but nah so like again core of it is like honestly transparency be real about what you actually want and what's at the core of that decision that you're trying to make like i'm not gonna lie and say that there aren't outliers where again it just makes more sense for there to be a platonic relationship but you honestly do have to do the work. A relationship is responsibility regardless of whether it's romantic or friendship. So if you want to actually go down that road truthfully, examine why. Examine why, but also take some time to try to understand the perspective of the other person. Like, you know that there's healing that needs to be done. Okay, maybe you healed. Do you think that they've healed at this point? Probably not. So is this a good idea? Probably not. Mm -hmm. You know, like just basic common stuff like that. Yeah. It doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't necessarily have to have a negative connotation, but you do have to understand at the core what's driving that decision. Yeah. I agree with that. But yeah. Yep. Until next time. Until next time, y'all. We what? We will see y'all. When we? When we see y'all. Hey.